a modern day fairy tale, which I really liked because it took me on an adventure. I really understood robot R2-D2's feelings when he was scared and when he was crying. I especially liked the special effects, especially the moving monster chess figures. My favorite part was when the stars, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Chew Chewbacca the Wookiee were stuck in the garbage compactor. And just as they were going to be squished, the wall stopped moving. I liked the film, but there are some parts that were hard to understand, such as how a simple boy from the country can fly a spaceship and shoot a gun and hit right on target. And that Princess Lee was sure bossy. I'm Aubin Fitz from Toronto, and that's entertainment. Yeah, I, I guess I already started this. I said, hey there, Jedi. This is just a bonus episode, us having fun and celebrating and enjoying Star Wars. For those who remember, for those who will never forget, and for a whole new generation who will experience it for the very first time. The Star Wars Trilogy. Three timeless adventures that changed movie making forever. Now, the entire trilogy, digitally mastered in THX, for the ultimate in sound and picture quality. This will be your last chance to own the original version of Star Wars, the George Lucas masterpiece that launched the Star Wars trilogy. The Force is forever for all generations. The original Star Wars trilogy on video, one last time. Um, so I guess maybe we start at the beginning of the movie. Uh, do we... I don't know. How do we want to conduct this? Do we want to just jump all over the place well, or go beat for beat? I'll I'll start with something here that happened at the beginning of the movie when Han Solo was kind of, you know, was going to leave and he saved Luke and all that type of stuff. Yep. I'd, I'd like to say something about Princess Leia, if I may. Copies. Um, yeah, like, and, and like, pick somebody for fuck's sakes. Like, <laughs> God, you know, I, I thought she was going to make it with Chewbacca next. Like, yeah. hey. Thanks to you. Do you owe me, Junior? Mm -hmm. Well, your worship, looks like you managed to keep me around for a little while longer. I had nothing to do with it. General Rykin thinks it's dangerous for any ships to leave the system until we've activated the energy field. That's a good story. I think you just can't bear to let a gorgeous guy like me out of your sight. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up. Fuzzball. But you didn't see us alone in the South Passage. She expressed her true feelings for me. What? Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf-herder! Who's scruffy-looking? You must have hit pretty close to the mark here, yeah, O'Rala. No, stuck it going yet. through everybody, right? Like, am I... Is that, is, is that true to feel that way? Well, like, I guess you don't know everything about what I, 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 like... She's teasing the hell out of Han Solo and like making it out with Luke. <laughs> like, 
fucking watching this it's funny to see how dorky han comes off at times <laughs> she's like yeah. i'd rather oh kiss God. a wookie <laughs> i could arrange that <laughs> storms <laughs> off <laughs> yes your business i thought you would decided to stay well the bounty hunter we ran into when lord mendel changed my mind han we need you we need yes well what about you need i know i don't know what you're talking about Probably do. And what precisely am I supposed to know? Come on. You want me to stay because of the way you feel about me? Yes. You're a great help to us. You're a natural leader. No. That's not it. Come on. Ah, uh, come on. You're imagining things. Am I? Then why are you following me? Fredo's gonna leave without giving you a goodbye kiss? I just assumed he's a Wookiee. I can arrange that. You can use a good kiss. I always remember Han being such a badass, but like watching this now, I can see the petulant <laughs> child in him, and I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh it up, Buzzball. Just, <laughs> just the, like I love his cadence, though. But yeah, some of his line deliveries are very, uh, very, very childish. And I realize that too, as an adult watching them again. It's like, yeah, he's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a bit of a whiner too, and so is Luke. <laughs> so is Luke. Luke, Luke, Luke. Can't, yeah, like at times, like okay, man, <laughs> let's bring it down a little there with that. You know, like quit being a little bitch. You know, how like, fucking great Jedi, was that smug right? look when he gets kissed by Leia and he just puts his hands behind his head and yeah. then stares <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> um, interesting oh. enough, they had to write in that. Uh, first scene um with the uh not wampa is it a wampa that attacks him the uh the snow monster um yeah yeti i thought it was like a yeti or something no they say a name but i don't remember what it is it's kind of like just like the star wars equivalent of like a abominable snowman or yeti i guess but yeah i should know the name of that that's embarrassing um i can't think of it (laughs) I'm going to just edit in me saying it properly the first time. Um, and the sound won't match up at all. <laughs> Mr. Black. Wampa. Uh, so, yeah, I'll get Bree to record it so it's just like a girl voice pretending it's me. Um, and Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, got into a really <laughs> severe Oh, car yeah. Wreck. I mean, I... You were doing a- I smashed my nose, and no, uh, it was a BMW. It was my own car. I was on a deserted freeway, and I was going really fast and not knowing. It was about 6.30 in the evening, quarter to 7. I was playing, uh, what's the music? And it was a brand new car. Those things go much faster, because I used to have a Mazda. And when you got over 60, you knew you were going fast. So it was really deserted, and I, I realized, oh my God, I'm way. I took the wrong freeway. I was way out in the boonies. I saw my exit coming off. When? Where? Where? In Southern California. Um, early '77, I think Feb- January 11th, I think. But I saw my off ramp coming up real quickly, and just tried to negotiate like four lanes right at once I thought instead of going beyond and getting off the freeway and then coming around now the only thing I can be thankful for is that I didn't hurt anybody that's something I would have had to live with but I just smashed the heck out of my nose and my cheekbone I fractured both of them 
Yeah, and tumbled went down. I don't know. I I didn't. I wasn't. So con- it was eerie. Yeah, it was really eerie. And and he used a lot of like the real scars to build upon. And so they had to take cartilage out of his ear and rebuild his nose and fix his jaw. So his face looks wildly different than A New Hope. So they wrote in this scene where he's getting attacked by the snow monster. And now it kind of explains why his face is a bit different, right? I did not know that. That's pretty cool though, right? Yeah, that is very cool. I never never even would have thought of that. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) I I have this... Desire That's why he for has this. the thing on his face too at the beginning of the movie, I guess. Right, he takes it off and it's just covered in snow. Yep, and he's trying to cover up half his face. Yeah. Um, Damn. There's so many great like tangential things we could do if we continue to do this. Like, go back and watch the uh, Adventures of, uh, sorry, the Batman Adventures. I forget what the '90s cartoon was called, but Mark Hamill is the Joker in it. And as soon as you hear that detective voice, something. Batman, the detect- detective is in there somewhere. I can't yes. think of it either. I may have ripped them all onto a hard drive and I could share them if we decided to watch <laughs> those, but his Joker <laughs> is iconic to me. Like more Mark than Camel? Oh, man. <laughs> Ingenious the way they reconstructed this temple. Completely accurate, right down to the poison tip dog. The drop away floor is a nice touch, too. <laughs> when I hear his voice, I, th- I think of Joker. Yeah. 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 Oh, fuck. Because, like, sure, I grew up on Star Wars, but, like, also as a kid watching yeah. Batman. Like. Yeah. It's, it's the same yeah. for me, too. And, and that chaotic, evil, innocent, crazy mix that he put into it. His, vo- yeah. his voice like, his voice sounds um, like, like like a sociopath. Yeah. Like, just in, you can hear it in his voice. And well, he has a sinister laugh that's, like, playful. Like almost like uh, like youthful, but it, like at the same time you're like this is making like giving me goosebumps hearing this oh, laugh. I, I don't even. I gotta check this. I'm sure I've watched it. I do not yeah. remember. I was but watching... You know what you should do is you should watch The Killing Joke. Because if that doesn't make you fall in love with like being like I want to see more, yeah, masterpiece. Is it on Netflix? Star Wars. All right, so we have uh, the snow planet of Hoth. We're there. We've uh, just rescued Luke. We had the Tauntaun scene, which is absolutely iconic. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how many times in my life I've busted the line, oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Um, (laughs) But you have to take, like, those breaths that he does in between, though. He's like... This may smell bad, kid, but it'll keep you warm. I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. 
I never realized how much Harrison Ford steals the show with just the way that he he's can overacting. Emote. Oh my god, he's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. He, he, oh yeah. Yeah. He, I, I think he's fucking hilarious with his one-liners and stuff like that. I'm really enjoying watching him. And they're so like, I just love it now that we're in 2020, and then we get to watch it, and it's just like this is the cheesiest thing, right? Like this is this is what the 80s movies were like, and it's just so great. <laughs> it's so cheesy, man. Do you They're guys ever feel like something's lost when, like, because like those scenes where he's being petulant seem so much more real to me than the way that they write now? Like, I don't know if he was just going off script and he was just talking like an absolute blue collar boy. That there was like a, a reality and a weight to the world with all of the props and pre- and set design. Like Hoth is so just unique, and the first time you would ever see something like that of a snow base. But uh, as we're we're coming up to this, we we've got the D- Darth Vader. He's actually becoming more and more intimidating, and you see this like fascist government, like in their own unique design to everything. And I, one thing that stood out to me is that normally we see in sci-fi movies people trying to take our technology and move it forward what would our like aesthetic or style look like in the future and with the empire it's this complete unique tech and look to everything it looks so cool i love i love where dark Vader sits to like cross up his little like mask fucking is, is it his mask is that what it is that opens up like the circle eggshell thing? So what that is is a life support system. So he's only, it's kind of like, you know, bubble boys, like where they have yeah, to yeah, stay yeah. inside the hermetically sealed thing. That's like him. He has to stay inside the suit. Oh, so Darth has a severe COPD. <laughs> he has a respiratory issue. <laughs> he would not have done well in COVID. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> no, like, you know how he's... <laughs> That's he's, he has assisted breathing yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. on his chest, right? Um, but yeah, so he and is it is it is it explained in the movie what that thing is like where he's inside? Like, did I miss that part? No, that just comes from books and comics. No. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Like, yeah, that's like, um, that's deep, deep stuff. But to know, you, to know, you about. saw the back of his head. You saw the back of his head looks all cut up. I'm excited to see kind of what. You know, what makes I'm him sure as, the yeah, way he like is? What, yeah, exactly. Like I, because I, he was he was once Luke's father, so yeah. it's like so it's like okay, then he was a human. So like, what did he look like? What happened to him? Like, why is he now? There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you, Luke. You do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough! He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. No. No. It's not true. That's impossible. Search your feelings. You know it. 
I, I think he's, I think everything that I've gotten, like my interest in Luke and Han Solo and Princess Leia and stuff like that, I think a lot of my interest has now shifted over to Darth Vader. After saying that Luke, you know, I am your father, it's just like, holy fuck. You know, Luke's got the Jedi blood. Like, you know, was Darth was Darth Vader? Whose side is Darth? Was he on? Right? Like, yeah. Just a lot of questions. And I'm like, I'm you learn that Darth was once a jet, like a Jedi. Exactly. He was and trained. One of the best Jedi's. Yeah. So, which is interesting because like everybody's still lying to Luke about like uh, Obi Wan and uh, and Yoda, which is so weird that he keeps calling him Ben. I, I, I know. Ben, why didn't you yeah. tell me? Yeah. yeah. Ben, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're seeing how powerful the Force is when he's unconscious, and Ben reaches out from the ether to tell him go to Tat Dan- Dantooine and <laughs> go to Dantooine. Yeah. I'm gonna take that line again when he says go to Dantooine, and uh, he, he's like Ben. But like, yeah, it's it's fucking powerful. He, I don't know if in the first movie we saw him move anything with his mind, but he reaches out and he grabs his lightsaber to cut the thing off. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're coming up to my favorite part in all of Star Wars is the stop motion animation of the AT-ATs attacking Hoth base. <laughs> Did I don't I don't want to I don't want to spoil it. You can say that you didn't care for it. You can say that you loved it. How did you feel when you saw the AT-ATs? I mean, I, you know, like, I, I thought it was awesome. Um, but I didn't really, after it was over, I didn't really think anything else of it. I thought, like, the, the graphics and, like, for it being the time frame that it was in, I thought it looked pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know? It's been remastered, I mean, too. Has it really? I'm sure, I'm oh, sure yeah. it looks a lot better. But, again, like, it's not to say that it'll look bad, though. It looks right? so good. Like, really, for, like, it looked fucking, I thought it looked good. I really did. So, Attic, if, like, you got to see a reference, like, you could actually, like, you can YouTube these, you, where you can see references from what it actually looked like versus what it looks like remastered, and yeah. you'll look and be like, oh, that was still pretty damn good. Oh, for, 100%. Yeah. I, I, I can even, I can see, like, I've seen little snippets of the new ones now, yeah. remastered and stuff, like, not one to fully analyze it, but, like, it's it's pretty fucking good. You, you know... I, I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but I made like a mental note when I was watching this one. I might miss, might be repeating myself, but the fucking music in in in, in like in this movie is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, just yeah. I I fuck like I could see why it's won so many awards. Like it is so well done. Like I it was awesome. It really. Stood I think out. you. Yeah, because last time we talked, Tim, at, that was one of the questions Tim asked you, is what you thought of the music because of it's such an iconic score. And you took a mental note to try and remember yeah. to yeah. pay attention to the music because exactly. I don't think you yes. did the first one. Yeah, no, you okay, didn't. Good. I, okay, cool. Yeah. I thought it. So maybe it was him saying it before. That's what it was. Refer back to our uh, episode <laughs> where we talked about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the brain in the archives. But no, honestly, like, the, like it, I, I feel like it adds so much to the movie. It's absolutely insane. Like, oh it man, just, oh, it like, awesome. don't get me wrong. I love like the Cantina song. Yep. Like when when they go into the Cantina, that song that was my ringtone for the longest time. <laughs> and um, but it's whenever uh, the music that plays whenever it's like a scene with the dark side or like the Empire. Because oh. it's just so dramatic. Oh, and so I love like it. the overtones that it has. <laughs> Um, okay, so we, we've got this big scene that's happening, and that's my 
I, I don't know why, but that is like the most iconic scene in all of Star Wars for me is when we see these things move and there's such weight to it. And I think that something was lost in movies that there hasn't been a prop house to continue that legacy, to see what they could do. Now that we have drones, now that remote control vehicles are that much better, it would be amazing. 3D printing, it would be amazing to see if that avenue would have been followed. And I, I understand Lucas has done a lot of projects, including some of the Star Wars movies, just to move technology forward. But like, and sometimes he's just doing shit to see if he can. Like, <laughs> he's just like, well, we'll do it this way. And then we'll go back and we'll fix it. But uh, people are going to love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Until you meet Jar Jar in the pod races. Well, the trick to I a just... sequence like this, which was the same problem we had in the first film, is that rather than doing special effects that sort of sit there for a long time and are very uh, sort of passive, uh, these battle sequences are created almost totally through the editorial process. And as a result, we're dealing with shots that are only 15 frames, 25 frames, 30 frames long. In order to understand how fast the movement should be, what the shot should be, uh, what the direction should be, and how it should work together in a montage fashion. Uh, on the first film, we took stock footage from old uh, documentary footage from World War II, air battles and things, and cut that together. And I cut that together before I even started the special effects. This battle in this film is much more complicated and more specific. It's not just an aerial sort of dogfight. It's a, a very complicated ground battle. And so we've had to shoot little animated storyboards, take the storyboards and animate them very quickly, we'll call them animatics. They would do three or four a day. I would look at them, change them, they'd redo them, and then we'd get them down to where they're almost right. Then the people on the floor shooting the special effects would have something to go by. They know exactly how long it should be, what it should look like, what the movement should be, and, and, and all that sort of thing. The animatics don't really come into play until the first unit is shot. We have the pilots, we run through, there's like pilots that were shot blue screen, and then uh, uh, animatics, and then footage that was shot in Norway. And what I did is, uh, used the animatics as something to fill in so I could actually cut the whole sequence and finish it. And I cut this really while I was here, while they were still shooting in England. I was here and I cut the snow battle and did all the animatics and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I knew what the length of everything should be. But it's, it really just gives me a complete set of footage. I need to have all the shots available in order to cut the sequence. And since uh, many of the shots in the sequence won't be done until next you know, a week or two before the film was going to be released, there would be no way of cutting it and doing sound effects and figuring out what had to happen and how the movement worked. So uh, this is just a, a sort of an expedient way of, of being able to cut the film before it's shot. One of the fatal mistakes that almost every science fiction film makes is that they spend so much time on the settings, you know, creating the environment, that they spend film time on it. And you don't have to spend too much film time to create an environment. What they're doing is showing off the amount of work that they generated, uh, and it slows the pace of the film down. And the story is not the settings, the story is the story, it's the plot. You're always surprised with characters. I mean, in film, it's even more dramatic than it is in, uh, in writing, because eventually you actually take a real person and stick them into that character. 
And that real person brings with him or her an enormous package of reality. I mean, 3PO is just a hunk of plastic. And without Tony Daniels in there, it just isn't anything at all. And the first film, we had maybe 20 colors to paint with, and this time we've had 40 colors to paint with. Well, it doesn't mean it's going to be a better painting. Special effects are just a tool, a means of telling a story. People have a tendency to confuse them as an end to themselves. Uh, a special effect without a story is a pretty boring thing. It's like he, he knew what he was doing for a bit, and then he just yeah, was having a little too much fun with it. It's oh, like really? an artist that paints the perfect portrait but doesn't stop. Or... I, the way I like to think of it is, you know how you have your favorite musician, and you love albums one through four, and then all of a sudden album five was just like, yeah, what the fuck, what happened? Oh really? Of? Eh? Well, yeah, like you know how like some rappers you like, and then yeah, yeah. in you know like their seventh or eighth album, they're like, okay, it's kind of getting, it's getting weird now. Yeah, yeah, like you're running out of a good ideas, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, or you're just trying something that you're feeling, which is fine, yeah, good for you, cool. but like not everyone's going to agree with it. <laughs> stop growing I liked you here stay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah stop living yeah. and experiencing life yeah um okay so we have the battle at Hoth uh we have the escape which is really cool seeing the the ships go the uh the snow speeders tying up the uh things uh oh, the I death see. of okay. Dax I believe kind of like a, a coming uh there and then yeah, gone yeah. character but um His buddy in the back is that who you're talking Dak. about Dak yeah, yeah. Dak Dak, yeah. Dak, yeah. I was like, who's Dax? I don't remember Dak. Yeah, would... Dak. Yeah, and then we find Luke, and he is getting trained by Yoda. First, Yoda kind of tricks him, and then he starts teaching him with uh, the urgence of Obi-Wan, uh, Ben, that it's worthwhile, that he won't fall like his father did. He's too old, which is weird because Luke in this would probably be in his 20s. Like I said, I think that whole part really made the movie for me. The the Ryota and then just like the little bit of training that we saw. I, w- I wish there would have been a little bit more of the training there. Yeah, I thought it'd be. I thought it was. Uh, I thought that'd be cool. Um, I but, think uh, they did that because to kind of prep you for the fact of the sudden stop of the training. Because Luke had to uh, yeah, leave, yeah, right? So they're like, leave. like we'll get into this, but like you know, they're also setting up for the story too. Like he's not ready. He's not ready kind of yeah. thing but like then you realize you know he's his ability with the force is very strong but he yeah. does still need training and i also think yoda when he says he's too old is because yoda is used to they're used to training jedis from children like young 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 oh, children okay. very young yeah, children yeah. i think that and like if he's 23 yeah sure he's already experienced a lot of life and gained a lot of emotions mm. had losses and so I'm, many I'm, questions I'm, I'm really excited to watch Yoda's story too, like just to see what happened, like what happened to the planet that he's on, like you know where they found these kids to 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 bring like the Jedi training stuff like that. I'm really excited to to kind of watch that. I, I haven't watched it on Disney Plus, but I wanted to kind of start it yesterday because I watched um, um, the episode a few days ago, so I kind of wanted to watch it. I was like, maybe I'll just get one episode in. And I was like, nope, stop. <laughs> Like it's cool. We'll find oh. out soon. <laughs> oh my god! I've been training Jedi for eight hundred years. My own counsel, I will keep. 
He's just like <laughs> fucking laying down the law because like, and you see that 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 switch of like this little old man who who seems so weak in his eyes that he can't see him as a warrior. He can't see him as a Jedi. Maybe a little bit of like. Uh, you see now species speciesism like. Like yeah. he's not human. I like. I don't know because we've seen humans dominate the story so far. I think we. I think uh, Adam, you and I we talked about this briefly. I think went like at a barbecue or something. Where it's, I told you, I'm like, Yoda gets. He's a badass. Yeah, I think like, it was the other day. Like, just wait. We oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the other day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. That's what kind of. That's why last night. That's why I was just like, oh man, you know, we were watching one episode just to see. Like <laughs> again, as soon as he came on, like. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I really, really. Maybe just the character. Like he looks cool, or he's just like he was just very funny at the beginning. But like he just kind of stole the movie for me. Like I, I was. I'm really, really excited. Like, like I think I told you too the other day. I'm like, I think he's becoming like I think he's one of my favorite characters now. Like he just. I, yeah. I had. I'm saying like a lot, but I had. I just. I. I, I had. I don't know. He was just hilarious. I just. I love yeah. watching. I love watching. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason why he's such a beloved character. Yeah. Okay, I was just looking it up because I have always heard that Jim Henson, his company, was the ones that uh, created Yoda. And he, they were the ones that all, did all of the Muppets. Um, oh. Frank yeah, didn't... Uh, didn't um, yes, um, Kermit did the... The guy who does the Kermit's voice did Yoda's voice. Did yep. Yoda? Yeah. Crazy, something like eh? that. Isn't yeah. that crazy? But and like there's such a reality to it, and that's something that you're gonna want to hold on to going into the next movie where there's newer technology and stuff. Yeah. You're going to see a different ver not a like different version of Yoda, like just done differently. But when he's a puppet, like and he's in that world and you're looking around and you see snakes and trees, you see lizards, you see this whole breathing swamp. And like, have I ever learned a lesson about CGI? Because you can make stuff stuff look beautiful and real, but mm-hmm. real is the wrong word. You can make stuff look beautiful and fake. For some reason, when it's it, when it's an actual animal, there's this whole different gravity to it, eh? Yeah, people who like like have proper set design, and yeah. people making the animatronics yeah. for the puppets, like it's. Yeah, it's it's something like tangible. It's something you could see and touch, and then they yeah. film that, and it's just I don't know. Yeah, it just it 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 allows your imagination to like imagine being there. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we we're gonna go over to uh, Han, Leia, Chewie, and C three PO on uh, on the Falcon, and they're getting chased by the Empire, and they're in the middle of a uh, asteroids, which was pretty cool, eh? <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. I really like it. And, and it just, it kind of gave you a little bit more about Han's background. Like, obviously, this guy is just like fucking rules the skies. You know what I mean? To be able. And was it, it was C3PO. He's like, sir, like one in three, you know, 30,000 people survive this. You know? I don't know how we're going to get out of this one. There was no laser blast. I'm hit us. Han, get up here. Come on, Joey. Mm. Asteroids. Oh, no. 
sent you seven one. Uh, what are you doing? You're not actually going into an asteroid field. They'd be crazy to follow us, wouldn't they? Me. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. It just asserted the fact that Han Solo is a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Like, that is some badassery right there. 100%. Yeah. And he also has a badass ship. Yeah. And you, oh, okay, we'll get to there. Sorry, I got, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> And like, there's not much more to talk about in there. Like, we we have the cool cave scene where there, he, yeah. he does that thing again, like with the breaths, where he takes his gun and he, he's shooting at the minox and he hits it and everything <laughs> rumbles and he like pauses, thinks about it, and like again, very blue collar. Like, <laughs> the attic. Did you ever see? And like, I probably should have asked you this beforehand, but because I know you're. Uh... You, you like Family Guy, and you watched a lot of Family Guy, and Family Guy has done some amazing uh, jokes and parodies on yeah. Star Wars. Well, hmm? there's something out there. Where? Out there in the cave. <laughs> Crazy women always hearing things. There's something out there. Let's go check it out. What's all this slime on the floor? Yeah, it feels like we're in Rod Stewart's stomach. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. What's going on here? Something doesn't add up. Just a minute. Time out. This ain't quite right. Oh, now I get it. We should go. They have this their whole movie. They have they have a, a Family Guy movie, and it's all about Star Wars, where Peter is Han. Lois is Leia. Like, have you seen that? I've never Where, watched it because I never watched Star Wars. So I never watched oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, you would barely get it. And you wouldn't yeah. get the jokes because I'm telling there's a scene in that move, the Family Guy movie, where they they do that joke, exactly what Tim's talking about, where like Peter like sh- shoots down, he's like, wait a minute. And then he shoots down again, he's like, hold on. And then he just keeps doing it like over and over. And every time he shoots, they're all like, whoa. There's, there's another part too, was it? It was um, Chewbacca, I think, and Peter, whoever was playing Chewbacca, and they're trying to get like a couch into the, into the ship. But like the Starship Troopers, I like, kept trying to fucking, not the Starship Troopers, but. Like I'll hold the, it. It's the, fine. The, I'll hold it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I to get it in, but it wouldn't go in. It was fucking hilarious. But I didn't. Uh, I'm kind of glad that I never watched it, and and I don't want to watch it until I'm basically done watching. I just don't want it to ruin anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course. Of loo- course. Loosely based. Um. Okay. So, the the big thing to take away from this is Han being aggressive towards Leia, just like. I know you have feelings for me. She's like, I like nice guys. Like, doing that, like, <laughs> little tease a little bit. Hey, your worship, I'm only trying to help. Would you please stop calling me that? Sure, Leia. You make it so difficult sometimes. I do, I really do. You could be a little nicer, though. Come on, admit it, sometimes you think I'm all right. Occasionally. Maybe, when you aren't acting like a scoundrel. Scoundrel? Scoundrel? I like the sound of that. Stop that. 
Stop what? Stop that. My hands are dirty. My hands are dirty, too. What are you afraid of? Afraid? You're trembling. I'm not trembling. You like me because I'm a scoundrel. There aren't enough scoundrels in your life. I happen to like nice men. the reverse power flux coupling yeah and uh, new hope okay. was 77 so 77 jesus christ um for the movie to hold up from the 70s and look that good is just insane and like the dialogue is so good and real and even corny. the graphics man everything is fucking like Mm. Everything is spot on in this movie. Like, yeah. ev- like it, it, it looks real. It sounds great. It, like the storyline is all fucking perfect. It's fantastic. I, I wonder if I told you guys that, like, yeah. So this this girl, I'm pretty sure she likes me. So I cornered her, and she was trying to get me to leave, and she asked me to leave several times. But then I kissed her. So I think she's still into me. How would you guys respond to that? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, man, I don't know. Some might say, like, oh, you're very persuasive. Yeah. <laughs> Just persistent. Was, Just really persistent. Was, yeah, very persistent. <laughs> a different time, man. Different time. Definitely a different That's time. True. Yeah. That's his character, right? Make out with me attitude. I'll make out with whoever I want. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and if you don't make out with me, you know he doesn't care. Yeah. Right, yeah. he's like right whatever. Right? Every time she pushed him, like she pushed back, he's yeah. like, he's like, or like when he was leaving Hoth. Yeah, that was an awkward one too. That conversation when he was trying to leave, bef- like before they before they realized Luke was uh, missing, and he was like, he got oh, his money. Yeah, yeah, he got his money or his, and like he was ready to go. Yeah, and that whole banter. Uh, yeah, I, I really, really, really like that banter, uh, especially now that I'm older. I think I understand it better as far as like, I know you care about me. Just say you like me and I'll stay. And she yeah. couldn't make that leap. And that's why he had to leave. He saw that differently as, as, a, as a kid. I would, I, honestly, if I would have watched that, I wouldn't even paid attention to it really as a kid. No, I, I was just waiting yeah. for the for the, for the the gunfights. Yeah. When's the, when's the late lightsaber fights? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. We always, yeah. of course we watched it with different eyes when we were kids. Yeah, and now as yeah. grown ass men. We we starting to see things like, huh? Yeah. This is a pretty good storyline. Never bro. thought of never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think you're right though. Like the dialogue might be a little over the top, where she's like, "No, I like nice men." <laughs> um, uh, leaving here, uh, uh, Darth Vader. They they make their escape. Uh, they don't have light speed, so they have to go uh, to a sky city. Uh, visit Lando Calrissian, an old uh, friend. But before that, one of the, again, best moments is happening. You have uh, uh, Darth Vader choking the shit out of one of his subordinates, killing him, and just promoting somebody else, like, do not fail me. Um, Admiral. (laughs) Admiral Priet Piet. Fuck. I am tongue-tied today. But... (laughs) We get Boba fucking fat. He's one of the bounty hunters. Bounty hunters? We don't need that scum. Yes, sir. Those rebels won't escape us. Sir, we have a priority signal from the Star Destroyer Avenger. Right. There will be a substantial reward for the one who finds the Millennium Falcon. 
You are free to use any methods necessary, but I want them alive. No disintegrations. As you wish. Lord Vader. A Mandalorian bounty hunter. So, yeah. We have them. I, I was, you know, when I saw that, instantly I, I remembered uh, the TV show, right? Or the one on Disney that they have. So... And, and again, I don't know if he's one of many Mandalorians. I don't know if, if he's the Mandalorian. Like, I, I'm still... There wasn't... It was... I thought it was pretty cool. Again, look, watching this so many years later, I thought it was pretty cool that this character was introduced and they were going to have a whole backstory about this character that we don't even know. Because I honestly... I, I forgot about Jabba the Hutt, too. So, like, that whole thing, I was just like... In my head, I was like, there's obviously going to be another one. I know there is, but... Yeah, if I was watching it for the first time, I'd be like, you know, obviously there's going to be another one. They want to keep carrying the story. Well, like think think of it, try, like try to because this is going to be this is hard for you because it's so iconic. You're going to see things that you've recognized yeah. or or like even things you may have inquired about. But try your best to just watch it with like fresh eyes because yeah. like like B- Boba Fett and him being a Mandalorian, we don't need to go into that. And the Mandalorian, like, religion, we don't need to go into that. You just yeah, need yeah. to know that Boba Fett's a bounty hunter, and he's he's pretty badass, and yeah. you'll he see him again. Badass, man. Oh, yeah. And oh, hell no yeah, he's badass. disintegrations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, 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 you know what threw me for a loop is when, um, so Han Solo, what was his buddy's name again that they landed there? Lando Calrissian. That's it, Lando. For the longest time, the only black man in all of Star Wars. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Saying. Lord Vader, you may take Captain Solo to Jabba the Hutt after I have Skywalker. He's no good to me dead. He will not be permanently damaged. Lord Vader, what about Leia and the Wookiee? They must never again leave this city. That was never a condition of our agreement, nor was giving hand to this bounty hunter. Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly? No. Good. It would be unfortunate if I had to leave a garrison here. This deal is getting worse all the time. Daniel? Um, so I, I, the whole... Um, only black man on, on screen. Sorry to interrupt. Fair enough. Is it what's that? I said only black man on screen, and I, I sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to make that a point because <laughs> Darth Vader's voice—that is a black man. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, sorry. Continue. No, it's all right. Um, so when 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 Darth Vader came and like, what the fuck's his name again? Jesus Christ. Lando Calrissian. Lando. Lando. And Lando, like Lando, called Darth and then gave everybody over. Like that, fuck. That was a fucking. That's a loop, man. He fucking like, just like reaches Lando out and stops coming. fucking laser beams with his goddamn hand over the dinner table. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, because Lando says that they landed there before the Falcon got there. Yeah. Right. So that. So like, Lando had no choice. And you know oh, they're all pissed right. off, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, right? Because he did, because he did that to them, and like that's, that's why he was so welcoming oh, yeah. when yeah, yeah. he sh- when uh, they showed up. Because at first Han was Han was like, uh, 
She's like, do you trust weird. him? He's like, yeah. no. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I think we're okay. Like, uh, we're going to try anyway. And he was so welcoming. So that was suspicious. But yeah. he was doing it because he had to. And then yeah. in the end, he helped them out. Yeah, this, never mind, I'm not going to ask that. We'll Which there. family guy pointed this out to me, but I had never noticed <laughs> before. But when he's in the fucking Falcon with Chewie and he's wearing Han's clothes, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? That's right. <laughs> I did not even <laughs> notice that, was it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Yeah, he's been I in the did, Falcon yeah, for ten fucking minutes, and he's got his fucking vest <laughs> on and shit. Yeah. I am Han Solo. <laughs> well, and Family Guy does a great joke because, like, it's Stewie who says the line, and he like breaks the fourth wall where he like looks at the camera and he's just like, "Are we not going to address the fact that he's wearing Han's clothes right now? <laughs> like, really, guys? Like, really? He's been, he's been he's been here for ten minutes. <laughs> oh my god." Yeah, and, and you're right, Tim. The family Guy pointed that out to me too. I never even like I thought of it. I did not even notice that. That is fucking hilarious. Yeah, and when you think about it, like Lando's wearing some pretty iconic clothing, as like when you first show up to the yeah, Sky yeah. City, right? Yeah. Like that outfit is very iconic. And then yeah. then you don't realize it when he's in the Millennium Falcon. It's because like that's what the the costume you should see. Yeah, yeah. When you look at that scene, but it's just wrong guy. <laughs> if okay. Who do you know in your life that could wear a powder blue blouse and a half cape and look fucking cool where, to the point that Han fucking Solo, the established badass of the entire goddamn universe, is holding on to Leia like, don't you fucking steal my girl because this yeah. caped motherfucker is going to do it. He knows it. It's yeah, probably he's happened. Gonna take her. Yeah, he's going to take her girl for sure. <laughs> I fucking oh my god and then we got lobot in the background which is just this random cool cyborg character with his like thing on the back of his head yeah he looks cool which guy For was sure. that again uh yeah. bald guy uh thing on the back his name is lobot he's kind of like lando's like right hand he was like with, he was in every single scene that lando is in like always standing beside him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a human, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he has like yeah, he's like a like yeah, a glass guy, dome or something. Cool. He looks like a, he looks like an assassin. As soon as I saw him, I was just like, that's his assassin. You know, yeah. you know how when Scarface, the big fucking Cuban guy, had his buddy right next to him all the fucking time. That's mm-hmm. exactly yeah, this yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, the the one of the most romantic lines, uh, I guess maybe because I'm a nerd, I've ever heard uttered in a movie. Is uh, they're about to freeze Han, and he literally is like, "I love you." He just looks at her and goes, "I know." I love you. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Theoretically, about to die, and he, he like. He left Hoth because she couldn't reciprocate the emotions that uh, he was feeling for her. And then she's like, I finally breaks down, like, I love you. (sighs) Don't be so fucking clingy. Like, Jesus. (laughs) I need my space. How aggravating would it be, like, in the final moments after everything, after all the chase, and who knows, like, maybe a year or two has gone by since the first movie. And, like, I love you. (laughs) Fucking now, really? I I think everybody takes that scene differently. Like I know I know some people that hold that to be like one of the most memorable scenes of of any Star Wars movie because mm. like in terms of just like like a love aspect. Yeah. Like like where like it was actually like quite a beautiful moment for him to say that. I, I Why he said I, that 
Sorry, I was just going to say but, to the point that some people that when they get married, they'll have that on their rings or they'll get that tattooed on them. Or some people them. tattoo it on them. Absolutely, yeah. So many people hold that very, like, very true to, uh, like, their passion for their loved ones. How do you feel I, about I it? Really, I really thought that it played well off his character. Like, Oh, yes. He's, absolutely. He's just this fucking, like, you know, again, just he's the badass, right? And he's just the guy that... He goes, he gets on, any, you know, he gets any woman he wants, whatever it is. It just played so well into his character. And you know it, too, that he felt the same way in just the way that he said it, right? Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. just, it was it was really cool. It's funny. It, it, it's cool that you mentioned that. It, Not it's in true. front of yeah. the Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> See, because that's how I always took it when, uh, when, when I, even when I was a kid and I first saw that. I was like, mm. like, that's not what you expect him to say. But yeah. like you're right, that is his character. But he says it in with he doesn't like the cadence of him having the badass and how he talks and his one-liners, and the way he delivered that line was completely different. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, with how he said it, perfect. and that's like people chalk it up to like how good of an actor um, Harrison Ford is, and where people saw that scene and he said, "I know," because he's kind of saying like, I, "I've always known," and that's why I didn't give up. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 100%. And yeah. you're right. It, it's a Harrison Ford fucking delivery. That's yeah. exactly oh, absolutely. Um. So, and then we have the the cool battle between uh, Luke and uh, Darth Vader, where you get to see him do like these amazing flips. I don't know if that was uh, like trampolines and body doubles, but I was gonna. T- I was I actually wanted to backtrack a little bit, Tim. Because I wanted to ask Attic about what he thought about how Han and his he's the, he's and how clever he is, and how he evaded the uh, the Star Destroyer by turning around in attack mode, going at the ship, and then hiding on the back. Yeah, that was of the crazy. ship. The and you're like garbage shoot. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh yeah, this is this is a pretty cool idea. How like you you hid on the ship, and they can't detect you, they can't find you. And it's like, okay, well now what's your idea? And he knows the like the law of the empire that every time they jump to hyperdrive, they have to dump out their garbage. Yeah. And so he's like, so like, damn, that's really clever. And then who's just as clever. Cause Darth Vader sent out all the bounty hunters. They're like, I want oh, yeah. them set your, set your weapons to stun. I want them alive. And they all go off to do that. But what does Boba Fett do? He hangs out with the garbage dump. Yeah. Cause he's, he's smart. smart too. He's so right. Smart. I know I went back yeah. a little bit, but like that was always a scene that, where you see like how clever of like uh, a a Cat you know, a scavenger he is, yeah. and yeah, and because like Harrison like uh, Han, he's a scavenger or not a scavenger, uh, a smuggler, mm-hmm. right? And he lives it, like it goes to show you again, like you just you said, just how smart this guy is. Again, he's just like he rules the fucking skies, right? Yeah. Like just his 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 quick quick information or just kind of you know knows what to do or knows the laws or what you have you know the cans and cans he's been around the block man <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy what would you think about boba fett's ship slave one i did did you really see it i think you only saw it for like a quick little scene eh uh, one or two scenes there was not much to yeah it I, I, to be honest i didn't really notice very much of it i didn't uh, i wasn't maybe i wasn't paying attention to that uh <laughs> the background and stuff but i didn't really i didn't really see very much of it i didn't really notice it i love his ship i've always loved his ship because it was the first time i got to see a ship that was designed not like not what you would think 
a spaceship would look like. Yeah. Right? Because it's a uh, it's 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 like it's flat, right? Like usually like we're used to we live on a planet with an atmosphere. We see things that are aerodynamic because they have to travel through air, right? And this was the first time I saw a ship that was shaped in a way that like is not aerodynamic. So it doesn't look like it makes sense to us. It, like how many times have up? you like picked up a, a slave one toy and like just flown around and imagine like how the cockpit would have to move for it to, to, yeah. To and, and how, it, and, and when it settles, yeah, when it goes to land and just like, yeah, cause it flies so strange. And when they do it, Mandalorian, they crush it. <laughs> they made the Mandalorian made that ship like way better and it allowed you to like see way more footage of it some kid that spent 30 years playing with the toy figured it out in their head and they just they, they put it on there and it was like holy yeah. fuck that makes sense yeah. that's what uh and and what's also cool is like uh i don't know if it was um intended but like that um shape of the ship is not like is not wrong in terms of like like real physics of a spaceship Mm-hmm. because like you when you're in space you don't need to be aerodynamic you're not traveling through an atmosphere yeah, you're traveling yeah. through a vacuum so you can literally travel at any speed you want you want and aerodyn- like aerodynamics isn't going to affect you you can literally make the ship the ship any shape you want no so blind spots ship. like easy to hide extremely maneuverable like that and for a single occupant too like where han would have mm-hmm. to carry cargo He's not like, yeah. No, he, it's just a one-man ship. Fucking cool. Um, yeah. I guess the now we get to the the Luke battle. Um, he's flying around inside the uh, the the factory, I guess it is, but uh, a little bit more dynamic than the uh, uh, Obi Wan fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot more choreography went into that. Yeah. A lot more effort. I, was, I, I, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more from that, but I understand it's just kind of progressing the story. Yeah. Um, I, 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 this is obviously, again, before Luke said that, you know, he's his father, but it was just when they were just kind of going back and forth and then Luke was kind of on the little pole or whatever. I was like, oh, man, that's kind of it. I'm like, you know, the whole movie felt like it was built up to that. You know what? And then they had this, just a small <laughs> little fight scene, but then, and then, but then they just kind of loop you back in when Darth is like, I'm your dad, right? And it's just like, holy fuck. Yeah. I played with that whole That's scene a- in my head so many times as a kid. Like, how powerful must Darth Vader be if, like, Luke is doing these flips and he's jumping side to side and he's doing all this, like, crazy shit. And then, like, all Vader has to do is, like, kind of... Uh, who's that? The Any kind of, like, slasher movie from the 80s. Where they just like walk at him with a machete. That's all he's doing, and just like yeah, hucking yeah. shit at him. Like, why can't he break his defenses? Why isn't he faster? But he doesn't have to be because he is just that powerful in the fucking force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and Darth is is fighting with one hand, and Luke is dual wielding his his lightsaber yeah. a lot of the time, yeah. right? Because like that's that's how they train them, and and Darth is yeah. just like one hand. He's like. Blocking everything. Point. I didn't even really notice that. Like that's. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. Re- I want to rewatch that scene maybe just to see. And okay. and the the lightsaber fighting, dude. It gets better. Oh, I know. It's that. almost it's almost like it was a build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it felt like, right? It was just right? like, oh, here's a little bit to bam. You know. Yeah. It's like the first the first yeah. It's like we'll give you a taste of what 
lightsaber yeah, combat's going to yeah. be like. And then in uh, Empire Strikes Back, it's like a little bit better. And then Return of the Jedi, a little bit better. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. Yeah. Excited to see that. Yeah. And then you watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> and like, well, it's. Close your mind or? There, well, there's lights. There's like one specific lightsaber scene that's just like. Is that the scene that you just know that's the scene? I'll just watch one of the episodes. I was like, this is the scene, right? It's pretty intense. You're just going to know? Yeah. You're going to, to feel like a child getting to watch something special and want to share it with others. <laughs> that's what, And that's why, like, I always, I, 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 I try and, like, I, I, like I'm te- I feel like I'm teasing you. You are. But just please understand it's this, this stuff, mate. Like, I just love it so much because I'm, I'm so excited, excited for you. That's why I, I like. That's why I'm I do this. I'm not man. trying to tease you. I'm just being like, oh, no, I wish you could no. just watch them all right now. Just, <laughs> I wish I could. I let's get off this. Okay, <laughs> just go watch it. <laughs> um. So yeah, and we we've talked about it a few times during this. This is where uh, Luke is told who his father is, and like, which is really fucking weird when you go back to the start of the movie and you see the Emperor appear. Um. Oh, fun fact for you: they use chimpanzee eyes to make the emperor's eyes so that they, he would be like more haunting uh it, like in the really? shot yeah i think so i could be talking out my ass somebody better google that or we'll just ignore it but i'm pretty sure <laughs> someone fact check that please yeah um so <laughs> when i pass the mic i'll, I'll look it up just then i'll give it an edit but uh so he's he's told and then you, you think back to the start of the movie when the emperor is there and he's like he is the son of Anakin, Sci- uh, Anakin Skywalker. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough! He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. No! No! Luke, you can destroy the Emperor. He has foreseen this. It is your destiny. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. So he would have to know, right? Like, he would have to know that that's his kid that he's hunting down, and either he's going to join his father or die. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's a, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. That's crazy. 
Yeah. Well, like, you don't think of it really because even Darth says, he's like, Anakin died a long time ago. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he he's, Dar- he's Darth Vader. Yeah, I think he says that. Yeah. He when he's that? talking to the Emperor. Doesn't he say that, Tim? I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, he says he died, like, either he says he died a long time ago or he's dead. Yeah, he's reassuring the Emperor he's got nothing to worry about him, like, betraying him or anything. Like, Anakin yeah, died. Exactly. Like, cool. this won't sway him. And even, the, it's like they're talking about Anakin in, like, the third person. Yeah. Right? Because cool. Anakin is dead. But Because Darth Vader is Darth Vader. It's but like, well, it's still the same more, person. Right? Yeah. yeah, because he's the, now the dark side and there's because there's other types of darths that's that's pretty cool how they did that i didn't i didn't even really think about that but that's really cool how they kind of tied that in right at the beginning you know but mm. it's uh well you'd have to think awesome. about it though after he said luke i am your father yeah 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 you'd have true. to stop and yeah, double yeah. back and be like whoa yeah. wait a second usually happens when you watch it the they said his father around, was dead right? yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh luke loses his hand he falls he calls out and you you go back to Yoda when Luke left he was like don't leave you could fall to the dark side you could die this could all be over Luke leaves and then he tells Ben don't worry there is another so he falls and then he calls out first Darth hears him and then Leia so I don't know if you have any thoughts or feelings on that. Sean, go ahead. Well, Leia, well, Leia hears him, right? Mm-hmm. When he's like, he's call, he's he's hanging there at the bottom of the Sky City, like about to fall to his death, and he just call, he calls out, he says, "Leia, hear me," or something like that, and then she does. And um, and who uh, who is it that trusts her and tells? Because she says to turn around, and. Uh, Chewbacca, and without question. She, yeah. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lando which is like turn, like, turn around. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lando says no, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and then, and yeah. And so, yeah, they turn around and they go back. So if uh, if Luke uses, reaches out with the Force, Attic, and Leia hears him, she's sensitive to the Force too? Oh, like, what do you is think that of that? Who they're referring to? Okay, so look, I'm not, I won't ask that question. Um, yeah, I, I guess I would imagine so, right? I mean, yeah, who, like who Tim else, was baiting you, know? you by saying um, uh, when Yoda was like, or no, no, Yoda says no, there is another one, right? See, like because Obi Wan was like Luke's our last hope, he's our last yeah, hope, yeah, and yeah. Yoda was like, no, there's another one, That's meaning weird. other people who like are strong with the Force. I. What I, I honestly I took that as Luke just using his force. I didn't even think that Leia, like forcing his yeah like his voice onto in, them in, in, gotcha. into her head. Right, I didn't really which is completely possible. Maybe I'm trying to mislead you. Oh, it could be. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no, I think the facts are there because nobody uh, nobody right. else heard him. He was calling. Yeah, that's true. He's calling out. Yeah, yeah. You think maybe he would be like Chewie? Right? Chewie's driving the ship. Oh. Why wouldn't he reach out and be like, Chewie? <laughs> They're like, Chewie, where are you going? He turns the ship back. The subtitles, <laughs> I finally get my metal. Right? <laughs> or like if the droids are like um, AI and so technologically advanced, maybe he can force like onto like yeah. R2-D2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And R2-D2 is just like, beep, boop, beep. Yeah. And they turn around and go get him. 
attic for a long time yeah. that's the way that i heard it too is that like luke was forcing like uh it, ma- manipulating her mind well I, and, and and i don't want to say that like you know she's not going to get the force because she's a woman but i thought it was like maybe that princess thing where people kind of protected her yeah. you know what i mean like you know yeah your, your princess is not going to lead you into fucking battle you know what i mean like you're mm-hmm. you're you're, you're protect, you know, so that's why I kind of thought that too. Was just like he's forcing himself on her because I didn't, I didn't think that she would necessarily have the force just due to that fact that like yeah. she carries the throne. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and we she don't know her. for sure yet, but that is a that, that is a good point. Um, yeah. So they turn around, they pick her up, uh, uh, and they've got him uh, with his arm cut off in the bed. And this is extremely important because I never saw it before today. As she leaves, she full on kisses him on the mouth again. Yes. And then she leaves. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. She's a bit of a whore. So, <laughs> in the progression of this movie, there was that scene with Han and her after the first initial kiss, which is the one that I always remember. But mm. it implies a relationship if she kisses him on the mouth again and leaves that like maybe uh maybe they've been dating maybe there's a sexual relationship there because he like han is trying to steal luke's girlfriend when he says like she's like no i like nice guys who's the nice guy luke luke is the guy she's previously been with and he, and that's like why she won't go with him. Like I, that's the way that I took it. I don't know about you guys. I I I I just thought that I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like that's what I thought. I was just like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, you just like you're fucking the guy you love just got put in a fucking freezer. Yeah. You know, a couple hours later, you're out make, making with out with other dudes. The entire rebellion is gonna have mono. <laughs> Space yeah, well, you, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe she did it because she knew he was—he's frozen in carbonite. He's gone right. now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's, she's just playing the field, man. She's moving on. I respect that. Don't get hung up on her. <laughs> she's a fucking princess. I'm, I've got it with Han Solo. Uh, yeah. So, and then at the end of it, his hand that got put back together is robotic. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Which is something I feel like I can freely tell you is uh, one of the cool things that they explain later on is that robotic limbs are so widely available within the Star Wars universe. That's why Jedi have laser swords is because they can feel free to cut off people's arms and legs to stop them. Oh. But they and like it cauterizes the wounds, so they're really high like uh, success and survival because you're not bleeding out. You just don't have that limb to cause damage anymore. So like, they they're freely just cutting off people's shit, and then they just replace them. They they got a fun. <laughs> First of all, Tim, how dare you call them laser swords? How dare you? You should you should have your your nerd badge stripped right. from your right. shirt for saying that. <laughs> the original oh. concept was that the Jedi would fight with swords, and then I wanted to make it a futuristic kind of sword, so I made it a lightsaber, which is sort of a laser sword. Laser swords, laser sword, oh laser sword. It is. Dangerous. That was a big. That was a big thing that happened with George Lucas. Attica, you you may or may not know about. Like it was in an interview, and he he mentioned uh, lightsabers, and he called them laser swords, and he got so much 
in so much trouble for that. Really, like, eh? first of all, bro, you wrote this, <laughs> and you're trying to tell us that those swords are lasers. When, like, we nerds, we and also people in the scientific community know that lasers do not have that kind of cauterizing yeah, power. Yeah. Speaking of lightsabers, I, and some people already know this, I once had a lightsaber battle with George Lucas. Thud. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> it is the greatest thing that ever happened to my 14-year-old self, except it happened when I was 42. <laughs> and there was a little hitch. Here's what happened. Before Lucas's appearance on my old show, his people at Industrial Light and Magic warned me that George does not call them lightsabers. He calls them laser swords. <laughs> so during a commercial break, I turned to George and I said, hey, would you like to have a laser sword fight? And he said, sure. And I'm feeling pretty good about myself until the second before we came back on the air, George leans in and says, you should know most people call them lightsabers. <laughs> and we're back on the air and I can't talk. <laughs> you remember. And for the next five minutes, I'm just sitting there waiting for the cameras to go off so I could say, I know they're called lightsabers. <laughs> I was just calling them laser swords because that's what you called them in your first draft of the original script when it was called The Adventures of the Star Killer, Episode 1, The Star Wars. Because I'm your biggest fan. Please take me back to Tatooine with you. <laughs> but he left before I could say any of that. So, George, if you're watching tonight, I knew they were called lightsabers. <laughs> Everybody knows they're called lightsabers. <laughs> anyway. Right. And nor would it just it was... stop in the middle of, like, a two-foot-long uh, beam. It would continue yeah, on forever. Exactly, laser. It's yeah. It's a. They're photons, right? They're photons in a gas. That's what a laser is. So, um, and and people are also like, no, we know that lightsabers are made from like what powers them is energy, and like this stuff you won't know about because it's all like comic book. It's all books yeah, and yeah. like animation. So in a lightsaber, there's uh a, like a Geiger crystal. It's called, and the crystal provides the energy. For the sword oh, shit, really? so if it's energy that is going into the sword then it's not like it like it, it can't be a laser it has to be some type of plasma so the the community that was obsessed with star wars they kind of all thought it upon themselves they came up with this idea that what is a laser what is a, a lightsaber it has to be plasma yeah, which is That's cool because then so, they explain how the blasters work, like kind of retroactively. And they've yeah. in these yeah. there's books that you can buy where you, there's schematics and engineering of how each of the <laughs> weapons would work really? with the different plasma. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and one day, should this take off, you all three of us, you can bring your children, but I get a day. We go to the Star Wars land, and there's like a hidden area where you get to build your own fucking lightsaber. Yeah, I've heard, oh, I've heard that's that. Sick. Where's yeah. that? Disneyland. It's Universal Studios. Is it? In Dis yeah, but like the uh, California one though, right? That'd be cool. Uh, right, Tim? Yes, I believe so. I think so. it's in Florida. I think it's in California where like they have Universal Studios. Yes, yes, you're right. I think so. And yeah. uh, now, can... but and aren't those lightsabers like yeah you can go into that room and you can make them and it's amazing i've seen so many pictures and videos of people doing it but do you not have to pay oh, yeah, for that lightsaber after you make it and it's like four hundred dollars oh yeah it? yeah like they're oh yeah these are legit Attic, you could get lost there's an entire website of this guy who handcrafts lightsabers i'll send what? you his instagram 
because you see these um and he makes the uh just the handle i can't remember what it's called the hilt no it's it has a name he makes just the handle and you can buy just the handle as like you know uh like a piece like just to have it or you can buy it, it comes with like a tube that you put on it as well and it lights up and like no way. i started following this guy on instagram a long time ago and then one day i was like why don't i just go check out his website to see how much these are because they're handcrafted oh man they're way too expensive i'm gonna guess around the 2000 mark yeah, if you want it with the tube on top, oh, and it like you want all oh, different man. kinds of colors of the sword, and sa- even sound effects. Crazy. But uh, like the handles he makes, like some of them are like in like uh, like precious metals. Like he uses like um, like nickel and silk. Like he uses real metal. Yeah, yeah he makes like it. Real stuff. I'll send so it to like you after it's, this. It's, it's a nice fucking durable. Like it's it's oh, something it's meant to last and put up right it's legit you can buy the legitimate black series uh show pieces that are prop ready and you could put up like and hang up in your house those go for over 500 i think um uh, yeah for the black series or you can go to these like knockoff brands uh there's one called fx saber i think and uh mm-hmm. they have they're very simple uh, simple hilts, uh, you, but you can choose a couple of different pieces, and then they have the ones that light up, and the light goes up, it gets the sound effects, but they also have dueling ones, where it's uh, more rigid, and then you can go take fucking classes on lightsaber fighting, and it's like... What? Yeah, you know how like people go and do judo all of a sudden, and yeah. like you go to your class at 8 o'clock on a Tuesday? In certain cities... You can go and do saber battling and you show That's up amazing. and they train you and they, they've got like the six different katas of the Jedi and the three of the Sith and you can get trained and you can go to like big competitions and fight. What? Yeah. You should see some of like the, the demonstrations. <laughs> yes. I need to get in Hell shape yes. one way or another. Sick. Could you imagine? Could you imagine yeah. if that because was my like, weight while us like uh, Instagram? <laughs> Oh, oh, that'd be amazing. It's like, and like all these guys are doing, like, sure, like it's it's guys like us and people who are, like love the Star Wars universe. They're go- doing doing this because it's like fighting with lightsabers. But really, all they're doing is just like very old, like uh, I think kung fu. They use like sticks and staffs, right? Yeah, so that's yeah, all yeah. they're doing is they're doing uh, uh, kung fu with weapons. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you, if you right. got like a because, Hindu stick or something like that, you'd definitely be able to hurt yeah. somebody. Yeah, like these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the and these guys who like the senseis who are actually like yeah. teaching these ca- classes. They're, they're legit. Like they're senseis in kung fu. It's yeah, just yeah. like you're just gonna hold a lightsaber instead. But like if, if it was cool. a legit class, I'd you'd be it. holding like a stick. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I fucking yeah. tried. Imagine that. Yeah. Oh man, I've I've been doing it ever since I was a kid, eh, Tim? Oh my god! <laughs> when you were a kid, oh man, everything was a lightsaber that we ha- that everything. I held. You know how going many times? The... Sorry, that's okay. I just go like going through the bush with your friends, like exploring. Every stick you picked up, lightsaber battle, lightsaber. How many times I had to hold a brother down and like, you're not gonna cry, you're not gonna cry, you're not gonna cry because a lightsaber battle <laughs> with the uh, Christmas tubes got way out of hand. Yeah, (laughs) like the the wrapping paper tubes every single time they would get set aside specifically so we could battle absolutely we'd reinforce them with like uh with hockey tape 
<laughs> oh. Well, and that is Empire Strikes Back. We have Han and Carbonite. We have Luke going back for to finish his training. We have Leia leading the charge of the uh, the fleet. Uh, Lando and Chewie are searching out uh, Jabba the Hutt. And uh, what's what movie's next? What am I watching next? Episode one, The Phantom Menace. And I apologize. You you watched Empire. Hold on to your love with Empire. This one gets bad. Terrible. Yeah. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. Don't I'm sorry. Go. Everything's gonna be okay. Just watch bad, the movie. Eh? No, it's not. I no. like. No. Okay. So, and Tim, I don't know how you are, but like, there's people who are prequel haters, right? And there's there's people. Um, what are the prequel? The people who love prequels, they have a name for them. Born um, in two thousand. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> no, they call them a, like a prequel. Um, I'll Google it right now. Like they apologize for it. I can't remember what they have. Like I don't know. Like prequel they lover. they mention it in fanboys. Mm. They talk about it in fanboys. Like they have a name where people there's people out there who love the prequels, and like I'm not gonna say I love them, but I'm I'm not gonna say they were bad because like. Some of this, like this, some of the stuff they do in there is, is pretty cool. You get some backstory. You get to learn about characters that you won't see again. You get to learn about the characters you already know about, and that's why I think Tim's do, like this is a great idea for you to watch this because it's still gonna explain a lot of things, and also you already have a love for these characters now: Luke, yeah. Han, Darth, Leia. Right? You're gonna learn more about these people and where they came from we also get ewan mcgregor playing obi-wan kenobi who obi-wan kenobi as a, like a young man oh my god oh really you'll lose your mind yeah, ewan mcgregor oh, okay. um, yeah. padme padme oh yeah natalie portman did a wonderful job natalie portman i'm never gonna padme. shit on anakin uh the guy that played him he I did, i've never learned his Chris, name christian oh my god hayden christensen hayden christensen he did yeah. the best that he could with what he was given. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then you get these cool battles. You get the cool backstory, and it, but more than that, you don't get everything else that follows that without this. For a long time, the books and the comic books were enough, and they are amazing. But you also get these amazing amazing books ones that i have read and i have gotten chills down my spine when they're doing uh uh republic commandos i I believe her name was tracy i'm gonna find that name and i'm gonna say it specifically but she has done amazing work fixing certain issues with the movies so that when you go back to watch the movies you're like holy shit this makes sense yeah i think you'll enjoy it but then you also get the clone wars uh, Clone Wars uh, mo- uh, movie and then uh, the show that managed to survive a TV and then it went to Netflix. Netflix did a season. Netflix gave up on it. Disney took it, knocked it out of the park again with another season and now we have a spinoff season of something else. Plus we got Rebels, which is pretty goddamn good too. And then mm. you get Mandalorian. But it's all built off of these ideas that might stutter at times, but overall, like you, you are still given this world, and then you get so much more through it. 
So you just you gotta wade through it to to get the other stuff, but and pay and pay pay attention, like like I whenever like I talk to people that say they haven't seen this, I always just say like like go into it with an open mind, yeah. and go into it knowing that, um, like like this this movie had to be made to help with the first three movies that came out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, like Tim said, the like the books and the comic books. No, no one's gonna no one's gonna read the, not no one but not a lot of people are gonna read those yeah, yeah so they're like yeah. let's make a movie so that we can get smart, uh, the lazy sense. people in yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like right? me her name is karen right? travis don't like reading yeah. makes sense <laughs> what was her name karen travis she did such karen a travis. wonderful job she made uh she made a lot of uh what went wrong right and like, yeah, okay. like I I know books aren't for everybody. The audiobooks I I personally have a love for. It's the, the, there's one book that is entirely a mash ripoff of them on a planet, and like they're trying to work and help the clones out, and like they're flying in, and you got like this murder mystery happening behind the lines while like some doctors are getting drunk, exactly like mash. Um, <laughs> mash. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, and then yeah, there there's so much to it. I think that. Yeah, I'm I don't even know who the, what, what the clones are. No, no, no idea. Just I'm that one brief that mention in A New Hope. I'm, I'm yeah. pumped for oh, the yeah. next movie. I, I think. I mean, I, I think. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna take her face value. I mean, if you have to get through one, you know, not the greatest to kind of enjoy the rest of it. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm you, you're gonna have to so get far. through three of not the greatest in a row. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tim, how is he watching them? Yeah, is he gonna? Is he gonna? So he's doing four, five, six, and then he's gonna do one, two, three. Uh, so we did uh, oh, no, four, four, four five, one, one, two, three, and then we end with six, and then we'll do some okay. of the uh, spinoff shows. Okay. Hey Zach. Hey Zach. Everybody's saying hi. He waves hello. We saw, we saw your ghostly figure walk by in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Almost lost you against that white wall, buddy. <laughs> He can't hear you, which no, okay, okay. it's just for us. That sucks. <laughs> In case anybody doesn't know, mm. uh, Zach is pasty and blonde. <laughs> Very Irish. And stays inside a lot. Um, I miss Zach. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I will make sure he knows you say hello. Um, All right, sweet. I've tried to get him onto good. Star Wars, but I think it's just too dated for him. But uh, one Everything's show... too dated for him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, he did get us onto The 100, which is an awesome Netflix series. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you yeah, did point. Yeah, you yeah, told me about that. God, it's fucking awesome. Really yeah. good. Yeah. I got to watch sure. the last season. Uh, I got to get into it. I, I have a hard time getting past like the CW aspect of it, where like they yeah. land on a planet. And once like, you get past that, back, though, it's pretty bitches. good. <laughs> yeah. And w- once you get past that, it's pretty good. It's really you good. You know what? The- the one thing I can't stop thinking about or that I'm excited for for Attic and it's so far away is for him to watch The Mandalorian mm-hmm. yeah I'm excited for that too man oh, it's it's honestly as Star Wars universe it is 100% my favorite really? cool my favorite thing that has ever come from the Star Wars universe I can't wait it's to watch the it. best I love it yeah I think it's I want to bump it up, but I think it's worth the wait to get through the the original six. Well, like technically, Tim, he we could bump it up, could we? because it does take place in between 
four and five. Five and six? Four and five. Four and five. Cause okay. like, like technically. Let's message after this, we'll talk about that. Because that'd be okay. a nice treat after making it three oh one, two, three. But he only oh, yeah. the first season though. Oh, right. could he watch the second season? season? Nah. But uh, like, cause that, that's a good treat for. We'll keep that. Yeah, I like it. We'll we'll talk. We'll discuss this later. We'll discuss that later. <laughs> I, just, I can't. I can't. I can't help but not. I just absolutely love it. Well, that's gonna do it for us here at uh, Bearded and Board, the Cantina. Um, may the force be with you. Nice send May the force be with you. Sweet. That was awesome, Tim, guys. The, Tim, do not forget to plug the fucking podcast, man. Where can you find us, Tim? Uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify. If you were looking to talk to us, you could email us at beardedandboard at gmail.com or you could uh, reach us on the Instagram at beardedandboardpodcast. Hells to the yeah, hells to the yeah, yeah. Do you want to promote your, uh, your food page, brah? Check me out at Guy and Dot His Grill. It's the summertime. The sun is shining. We got chicken drumsticks on the smoker and fucking corn on the stove. Easy barbecue ideas. Check me out Instagram at Guy and Dot His Grill. And those when wings, exactly are you making the dogs so some good. treats? Oh, the best. What's that, Tim? When you making the dogs treats, man? I gotta find a recipe. All right, I'll find. I gotta one. find a recipe first. I'm, yeah, because uh, it can't have like sugar or anything like that, yeah. in it, right? Yeah. It has to be very bland. Not really any spices. I also, I, I maybe think of buying a flat top grill, but I mean, <gasps> anyways, that's crazy. Dude, you don't have enough deck. <laughs> I know, I know. That's part of the problem. <laughs> we need to build you a bigger deck, year. buddy. Next year, was way too expensive. All right, boys. All right. Hey Zach. Hey Zach. He <laughs> waved. They miss you and say your pay. House cage. I know. <laughs> he says I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh Han. <laughs> he is like our Han. Nice. Yeah, he. Re- oh, he really is. Oh, fuck. All right, All right boys. boys. I'm going to bed. I'm gonna go play video All games. Right. Nice. Oh yeah, Tim's on nights. Bye guys. I'm gonna go have breakfast Later. too. <laughs> Let's do this right, again later, soon, boys. boys. Yeah, for sure. Bye. Um, well, they're very different personalities, you know, and they have a different way of getting what they want. Uh, but, uh, hmm. Uh, Kirshner's more vocal about what he wants, you know. I think George knows what he wants, but he sort of would rather maneuver you into it without having to come out and say, do this. The fifth one was directed, you were directed by George Lucas. Mm. Now you're directed by Irving Kirshner. Right. What is the difference? Kirshner is much taller. You know, that brings up a point, Harris, and I wonder if there are people that say to you that, uh, that this, this whole Star Wars business brought you overnight success. You have been in this business for quite a while, haven't you? Yes, it did bring me overnight success, but it was a very long night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really was. You went out to California from Chicago in 1963? Yeah, I was 15 years in the business before uh, Star Wars came along. 